Excuse me. Excuse me. What in the world are you thinking? Me, Gene, the first thing you need to do is to tell these people to shut up if you want to hear what I got to say. What up, y'all? KMB the Sexy Ninja here for C Plus Studios and a Paper Saber Universe. This is the New World Podcast, brother. And we're talking about Monday Night Raw in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Patrick and Graves on commentary. Let's get right into it. They start with the video package of Cody Rhodes winning the Royal Rumble on Saturday night. And we get right into Cody Rhodes cutting a promo, starting to show off, getting uh, getting us hyped, getting us ready, because he's going to take on Roman Reigns for the title, for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship, and I cannot wait for that match. And seeing the poster of it put up right after, I was just like, man, WrestleMania goes Hollywood, and I cannot wait for this match because it's going to be a banger, bro, a banger. And Judgment Day comes out, and Finn has some really great things he's trying to say, like saying, like, oh, Cody, you stole this from me, stole this. You know, it goes deeper than what it is on WWE script. It goes deeper than that, all the way to New Japan Wrestling, Cody wrestling in the indies, Cody taking over the Bullet Club, and Finn Balor has some main points that he wants to get across, which sets up a big main event. Dominic's talking smack. And Dominic, <laughs> I, I just love the fact that Cody was just like, <laughs> he, he's playing off that crowd. And that crowd just like starts chanting, kick his ass, kick his ass, kick his ass. And, you know, Edge is always around the corner when it comes to the Judgment Day. Uh, Edge wants is out for blood. So um, we the first match to set off the show was Seth Freaking Rollins with Chad Gable. Uh, this is we're having the Elimination Chamber qualifying match uh, that's coming up here in two weeks, and come to find out, this Elimination Chamber match is going to have uh, Austin Theory putting up his United States Championship. Kind of, kind of relieved about that, but also I remember saying in my Royal Rumble review, I was like, okay, well maybe Roman will put up the title against. Uh, one of the titles in the chamber and he loses one of the titles there, then, you know, we'll have two main event matches at WrestleMania goes Hollywood. But now that's not the case. It's going to be uh, for the United States championship uh, with Austin theory, putting it on the line. And I got to say, I'm, I'm actually now okay with that. Okay. So now we're actually going to have Cody go for it all, you know, and this match right here between Seth and Chad was freaking phenomenal. I've said it before, I'll say it again, Chad Gable is a Matt Master, Matt Matician, he is uh, (laughs) uber, uber, I know I use that word all the time, super talented, but that's what Chad Gable is, and Chad Gable can bring the best out in anybody and everybody, and he's just, uh, he's phenomenal, I wish we could finally take uh, a chance on Chad Gable and, you know, and go all the way, maybe get another tag team championship. Even a singles run would be fun, but I don't want him to lose Otis in the mix because I love Otis as well, and I do love Alpha Academy because I love Sheesh, but I think it's time for Chad Gable to go up. This guy was Shorty G or, you know, all this other stuff that, you know, I think now he's in his uh, supreme prime of a, a professional wrestler and the mathematician as i said before man because him and seth they went to town and even everybody on twitter i was watching they're like oh shit ah take a chat you know chad gable was trending for a little bit and that that's fucking awesome that makes me happy uh eo sky versus candace LeBray. this was a a fun match you know eo sky uh i i love 
you know, she's the empress of the sky. You know, I, I love that she takes all these risks and stuff like that. And I'm Candace LeRae is slowly growing on me. You know, well, she still has a ways to go. She came out with me again. Damage Control was there as well. EO Sky for the win. And I, I really like this. I, I really did enjoy this match for what it was and telling the story between these two uh, and where we're going from here. And I, I'm excited to see if, you know, because we still have those women's tag team championships that are kind of pushed to the side. I'm hoping those are going to be part of WrestleMania. Who's going to go after it? Because Candice LeRae and Mia Yim or Michin, whatever you want to call her, uh, they go for those tag team titles. And Bailey is set to face be, uh, Becky Lynch on Monday Night Raw. Next week in a steel cage match, and uh, I was reading some reports, was the reason why the first time around the cage match was cut so short is because the trial of Sami Zayn went a little bit longer than it should have. So I was like, okay, well, that makes sense. But, you know, I in in that, yes, uh, the trial of Sami Zayn was long, but it had a purpose and it meant something and everything else in the Raw 30. If you want to check out my Raw is 30 review, I do get pretty uh, in-depth and a little bit angry nerd-wise as a professional wrestling fan. And I tear down that show and there's just some things in that show I think could have been cut back more than just blaming uh, the Trial of Sami Zayn segment. That's just my opinion all around. Uh, Rhea Ripley uh, cut a promo tonight, She and she chose Charlotte Flair, and I'm so happy about that, because she brought up the first time Charlotte beat her, you know, uh, a few years ago at WrestleMania, and I was like, that's the only opponent I can see Charlotte, not Charlotte, Rhea picking is Charlotte Flair, and I can't wait to see what Charlotte Flair has to say, and Charlotte Flair is putting up her title against um, Sonya Deville this Friday, so Friday Night SmackDown is looking pretty great right now. And so, but Rhea Ripley choosing Charlotte makes sense story-wise, especially long-term story-wise, storytelling is, you know, in professional wrestling. I, I do think that's the right choice. I, I was going to be a little bit disappointed if she picked Bianca. I think Bianca uh, should face someone else. I don't know who yet. And they had the big Elimination Chamber, women's Elimination Chamber match to see who's going to face Bianca at WrestleMania because after uh, Elimination Chamber... It is, it is truly like we're building, we're building, we're building to uh, WrestleMania. And I'm very happy for Rhea Ripley. And I, and I hope she gets the gold. I really do. You know. Uh, backstage, we have Seth Rollins talking about his win. He's like, ha, 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 he won, baby. He's going to go to the chamber and he's going to become the new United States champion. Everything like that. And But what I like, though, was... When she asked him, how do you feel about Logan Paul was the one to eliminate you during the Rumble itself? And Seth did not look happy about that at all. So are we going to get Logan Paul versus Seth freaking Rollins at WrestleMania? I'm guessing so because, you know, Royal Rumble is a lot of foreshadowing in storytelling itself. So I think we're going to see that match at WrestleMania. Man, it's just right around the corner, man. Uh, Johnny Gargano versus uh, Corbin uh, with JBL. Of course, Johnny wins. But uh, the best part about this match itself, you know, honestly, what the fuck are we doing with Corbin? Literally, what are we doing with him? Like, I I remember I got excited because he didn't come out with his, his stupid hat at the Royal Rumble, but he still has that awful music. And when he didn't come out with his stupid hat, I was like, hey, maybe they're listening to the New World podcast and they're like, yo, KMB, the sexy ninja said, take away that stupid hat, change your music, fuck, even go back to the lone wolf gimmick. You know, I, I love the fact that JBL 
is there, but there's really no purpose of JBL being there. Even though he just, the, the only thing he gave to this run is he's the modern day wrestling god. And even on uh, Raw is 30, they were making fun of the fact that these legends are like, who's the kid? Who's this guy? You know, who's this chump and whatnot. But, you know, it's just one of those things where I'm just like, Corbin needs a reboot, a hard set reboot. Let's get him a little bit more serious. Let's, let's take away this whole happy Corbin stuff. You know, even sad Corbin was a better uh, gimmick than uh, what we're got, what we're dealing with now. But during this match, Dexter pulls out a hatchet, <laughs> and Dexter hits um, JBL's hat with the hatchet. That that was the best part of this whole match. Uh, I'm glad Johnny went. I, I can't wait to see what we do with Johnny Gargano. Uh, you know, Gargano. Um, I this this dude deserves the world, and. I hope in the, you know, that's what's so crazy. Is there's so many people that are up for the Elimination Chamber match itself. It's like, okay, yeah, you know, like Dawkins and Montez Ford and stuff like that. You know, I'm, I'm just like, ooh. And then the return of Rick Boogs, you know. Um, but after this, we had the MVP Lounge with Austin Theory. You know, Austin Theory's a lippy kid. <laughs> He's a very lippy kid. He does not respect his elders, and it did so. An MVP held his own, and he goes, and Austin Theory's like, you know what, well, let's make the MVP Lounge relevant. Let's do the MVP Lounge featuring live Austin Theory. MVP's like, ah, he's, he's playing to it and whatnot, and my favorite part is when Bobby comes out because uh, Austin Theory's talking trash, and, you know, Bobby comes out. And my favorite part about this, even though I want Austin Theory to move on, from Bobby, I think it's time for him to go off, and I've said it before, and I'll say it again and again, he just needs to move away from Seth and Bobby, let's get some fresh new uh, stories going with Austin Theory, because I think everyone else has done their job, what they need to do with this kid, Um, but my favorite part of this whole MVP lounge is the fact that (laughs) um, MVP holds off Bobby, (laughs) then Austin runs his mouth and then especially when he says, uh, yeah, you better listen to daddy. <laughs> MVP, perfect timing, takes his hands off Bobby. And he's like, yeah, fuck this kid. <laughs> Go get him. Um, Judgment Day backstage, you know, they, they're upset. Their edge just needs to go away is what they're saying. Trying to uh, prep for uh, Finn Balor and his match against Cody Rhodes later on tonight. You know, and I, I want to know where this all leads to with Edge and Beth Phoenix. Are we going to have a big match at WrestleMania, like settling the feud? You know, the but that's the problem, though. It's like if we're going to settle the feud at WrestleMania or if we settle it at Elimination Chamber it would make more sense. Because honestly, I don't want Rhea being taken away from her spotlight that's coming up at WrestleMania. So I think Elimination Chamber is the place where you have a mixed tag team match with Rhea and Finn, you know, but have Rhea or Damian Priest or Rhea and Dominic. And maybe this is where we have Rey Mysterio come out and he actually finally beats his son's ass. And we get Dominic Mysterio and Rey Mysterio at WrestleMania, father versus son. It's the only way I can see it going. Uh, So we shall see where that is. Big, big uh, The Miz promo. Uh, <laughs> and he, he was right. You know, I love how he's such a good heel. He feeds you your chance. When, he, when he's talking about the first thing I got to the airport, and everyone's like, first man out, first man out. 
that crowd took that hook and sink and they started chanting it. I'm like, The Miz is a phenomenal fucking heel on that mic. And my, uh, what's it called? Uh, oh, the wife was like, oh, no, they were, they were going to chant that anyway. No, I was like, no, he fed that to them. That's what, that's how, that's how good the Miz is. He fed him that chant. It's like, you know, here's first man out. And, you know, Adam Pierce comes out. He's like, yeah, we're hearing the same thing, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, you, you keep saying you want opportunity and you keep screaming about that. Well, here, I got someone who wants to wrestle now. And the Miz had to wrestle Rick Boo. And the Miz was in the suit the whole time, and I love that I was playing into the factor of like he's like I got a suit, I got a suit, you know. <laughs> um, but um, uh, after this match, Rick Boogs does win. Uh, Alpha Academy's backstage, and they're walking, and they walk past Maximum Male Models, and and they see Otis, and they're like, what was that? And you know, and she was just like, that's perfect. And they look at her like, what? So. What's gonna happen there? You know, where where are we going out there? Not don't 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 hurt my Otis, you know. Or if you're gonna make Otis a maximum male model, I'm all for it because I honestly thought that after L.A. Knight left this whole gimmick, <laughs> I thought we're gonna kill this gimmick and let it die. They just kind of reset reset these two into a different tag team form, but I'm guessing I'm g- guessing not. Uh, we had the package for the Bloodline Fallout. I think we're getting a lot more answers on SmackDown, which is probably going to make that the highest rating show so far. And they did phenomenal with Royal Rumble from looking at the numbers, almost selling out the Royal Rumble, or unless they did it with new reports. You know, WWE is on the right track, and I just hope we just keep keep that momentum going. And with SmackDown coming up, it's a big SmackDown because we want to know what happens with Sami Zayn, the Bloodline, Jay Uso. What's next? Is Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn going to tag team and take on the Usos and be the ones to take the tag team titles off of them? Even though the Usos have some tag team matches up ahead, it, it it's all building, and I and I'm I'm all for it. I'm on board. I got my popcorn. I'm just like just just tell me, baby. Just tell me, baby. Just tell me. Uh, Bailey promo, and Becky comes out. It got personal. It got really really personal. Um, I, you know. <laughs> Bailey saying Rebecca calling her by her real name, you know, I was just like, oh, damn, you know, and a little bit of strikes here and there and saying you're overrated. And the only reason why Seth Rollins even married you is because he knocked you up. And I'm just like, OK, OK, now we're building this like we're, we're, we're up for a fight. And I hope that it is a fight at the steel cage because I was so excited with these two going into a steel cage match. I was like, oh, my gosh, these two are going to rip each other apart. But that was taken from us just because due to time apparently um so this feud is gonna blow off next week and i i think if i i I think becky's gonna win i that's just my feeling is you know she's gonna get one over uh and then we might have a rubber match you know because bailey keeps uh bragging about how she beat becky um you know and now she eliminated becky in the royal rumble so either this is gonna set up the third match and final match between these two and have it be a showdown, maybe at WrestleMania. I hope not Elimination Chamber, because if they have one more huge match with the stipulation, it should be at WrestleMania. Um, Dolph Ziggler versus uh, Bronson Reed, another uh, Elimination Chamber qualifying match. Uh, Bronson Reed uh, beat Dolph Ziggler. Another another dude that is just a monster and a beast, Bronson Reed. And that tsunami 
I was like, oh, man, if I was down like that, he's like, I'm hitting you with the finish. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to die because he comes down and it looks so devastating. And just shout out to Dolph Ziggler taking it and selling it and making it look, you know, just devastating. And Bronson Reed is another dude that I he is another person that deserves um, uh, a big time. uh, Was it called a big, 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 big things for this kid? big big things and i hope it, that we get some really crazy shit in the chamber with that tsunami off one of the pods on the somebody god bless their soul for taking it but well, i think that we're gonna get a big spot with the tsunami in the, the elimination chamber match carmella is back so and she's gonna be part of the next week is a fatal four-way match to see who's gonna qualify we have two more pods for the women's uh Elimination Chamber, Oscar interrupts, and I like when uh, Carmella's like trying to feed off, like, oh, and you're gonna say the same thing, aren't you? I'm not ready for Oscar. I'm not ready for Oscar or whatnot. But Oscar is now on a different plane, and she's on a different level. You know, she just looked at her and had all this like paint made running down her chin, looking so menacing and devastating. I was just like, oh man. Oscar and I'm glad she didn't have the paint on the paint now serves a purpose of when she's ready to go into battle inside the squared circle so giving that menacing smile with the paint drooling down love it love it and I'm glad that uh Carmella's back because I actually do really like Carmella uh, Chelsea Green's back you know I'm seeing a lot of like people like hating on Chelsea Green right now and saying like, oh yeah, the grass is greener on the other side. I think Triple H has a plan with Chelsea. I really do. But I like the fact she went to Adam Pierce and she's just like, hey, where's my, where's my fancy water? Where's this? Where's that? I'm Chelsea Green, damn it. You know, making a making a name for herself and saying like, yo, you know, I'm here and you need to treat me like the superstar I am. Another fun thing backstage, Rick Boogs with the uh, Street Profits and Elias. Uh, talking about the matches coming up next week, you know, and I, I I'm just glad Rick Boogs is back. You know, I wish he I wish he came back for Shinsuke, and they can reclaim their glory as a tag team as they were. Because I would love the Shinsuke Nakamura. You know that shit. That's just gold, man. <laughs> and I, I like I said, glad he's back though. Back from injury. Street Profits were fun. Uh, Elias was Elias. You know, we all have to walk with him, especially sometimes he's just not as entertaining, but he'll... he'll. Street Profits and Brick Boogs make this backstage segment really, really fun. I can't wait for the next uh, Elimination Chamber uh, matches next week, uh, qualifying matches. But let's get into the main event. Cody Rhodes versus Finn Balor. Phenomenal 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 match man i i i was on the edge of my seat the whole time cody's bringing it finn's bringing it and you know it's like the battle of supremacy supremacy did i say that right did i say that right i don't know talk to the producers um and it it, it definitely was cody rhodes shining moment not not only just saying hey i'm back but i'm back you know, this, this is who I am, this, this ring, I, you know, and I, I still go to that line, you know, wrestling's like oxygen and I just need to breathe. And that's what he did. And Finn brought it in such a great fun match with the roller coaster of storytelling itself with judgment day, kind of 
creeping in on Cody. Then here comes Edge, you know, and he comes down. He starts fighting and this and that. And Rhea Ripley grabs Edge. And, and here comes Beth Phoenix and this huge, huge spear to Rhea Ripley. And she takes it and sells it. And me and the wife are like, oh, shit. You know, that, that such a fun ending. Cody Rhodes for the win. I want to see more of him and Finn. I want to see Cody versus Damian. Like now that Cody's back into the picture and into the fold of WWE store, you know, building up to WrestleMania, I cannot wait to see the matchups with Cody. There's so much potential on the roster and I'm just I'm just happy that Cody Rhodes is back. And I'm just a, you know, he I'm not going to say it again. I, I already said enough, man. I, I'm I'm just happy. And now we're ready to go to WrestleMania. Uh, Elimination Chamber, bring it on in Montreal. SmackDown this week. We're going to find out what happens with the bloodline. Bring it on. Bring it on. Um, tell me what you thought. Drop your comments below. Uh, what did you like? What did you hate? Was there anything that you felt like was, was that? And I give this show a solid five. You know, it's been a one, it's been a minute since I gave Raw a solid five out of five. But this this after a big pay per view like the Royal Rumble, this is setting the tone of where we're going to, and that's uh, WrestleMania in Hollywood, also to Elimination Chamber, and I don't think there's any more pay per views besides that, which I'm okay with. You know, we let's just keep it let's keep it tight, let's keep it clean. Uh, Elimination Chamber, then WrestleMania. Let's do it uh, night one, night two. It's going to be spectacular. And I really hope, I was telling my brother last night, I really hope they start doing some vignettes with the, um, like, taking certain movie scenes and having the wrestlers act out those scenes like they did with WrestleMania 21 because I, <laughs> I was like, that, that would be that would be so much fun to see. So drop those comments. Hit that like. Hit that subscribe. Share with your grandma. Share with your grandpa. Share with the bum down at Walmart. I am KMB, the sexy ninja. And as always, the New World Podcast is for life, brother. You can be the biggest superstar in the world, but the one thing that Roman Reigns will not be is the WWE Undisputed Universal Champion.